You are listening to the You Are Techie podcast, episode number 17. Welcome to the You Are Techie podcast, where it's all about growing in your techiness so you can find the tech job of your dreams. In this podcast, the scripts are flipped, and I'm the one being interviewed. Amy Lee Westervelt interviews me, Facebook Lifestyle, for her community, Unstoppable. We have some connection problems at the beginning, which is telling, as we're talking about the techie mindset and how to overcome technology challenges in this Facebook Live. Since it's a Facebook Live, the audio is not quite perfect, but I think it's still an interesting interview that might just change the way you determine your tech status. This is my first Facebook Live interview, and I am interviewing Ellen Toomey, and she is the founder and um, an owner of a company called You Are Techie. And her job, uh, her, her kind of her mission is to demystify the idea of technology and also kind of some of those mindset blocks around being able to do things with technology. She is here with us to talk to us a little bit kind of about her mission and um, Ellen, so you, why don't you start kind of with, um, you know, what is You Are Techie and, and what is it? What is its mission? Well, first, I just want to say thank you so much for having me on today. I'm super excited to like share that tech is a mindset too. And I know that tech is not sexy. And so the first thing I want to say about our whole like mishaps of getting on is have a backup plan, right? Like you did nothing wrong. I, it was literally like the join button. It wouldn't let me click it. It was, I saw it and everything. And it just does that. Like when you want it to work, it won't. And so my, I just want to say like the techie mindset, first of all, have a backup plan and don't expect things to work the first time. Um, and that's, um, that's part of it. But I mean, you are techie. It's like, it's this mission I'm on and I need your audience and your listeners to hear me. Like if you do not think you are techie, let me just tell you, you are wrong. You are wrong, wrong, wrong. And here is what it takes to be techie. Decide that you are techie and take that first step towards learning it. That's it. Because I have, so this kind of, this mission grew because I started a meetup to have other moms. When I went back to the workforce after staying at home with my kids for a few years, I was awkward and uncomfortable and that wasn't me at all. And so I started a meetup to like tell moms, hey, there are more of us out there. Let's band together, let's have a group. And they come to me with all these skills and they're like, but I'm not techie, but I'm not techie. You will never feel techie. I have an undergrad in computer science. I've talked to women who have been in IT for 25 years. They don't feel techie. There's no level that you need to reach to feel like you are technically capable. And one thing, and then I'll turn it over to you. You can tell like I'm super passionate about this. If your 10 year old can work the remote better than you, that has nothing to do with being technical, okay? They just watch more TV than you. And I am speaking from personal experience, okay? <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. That is so funny. So when, okay, so when somebody says the word technology, um, kind of what's the first word that comes to mind for you with that? Like, like where does your head go? Because I know where my head goes, but where right. does your head go in terms of technology? 
What a great question, because I'm going to just make a leap and say that most people go to coding. They're all like, do I have to code? Do I need to learn to code? No. I don't even know what coding is. So there well, you go. programming or writing, writing oh, the programming right. language, you know, right. writing okay. the code, developing, engineering, <laughs> software engineering. So when my, where my head goes is where I think technology is beautiful, and that's in the efficiency it can bring to our lives, which was what attack, attracted me to tech in the first place. So generally, like your ideal client, like your person that comes to you that needs your services, that comes to you, what is it that they, like, or, or rather, I guess I should say, what, are, what do they think they're struggling with in terms of, like, like, when they come to you and they're like, I don't know how, is it systems? Is it, you know, um, implementation? Like, what do you find is the biggest kind of tech hurdle, so to speak? Right. So I actually recruit women into technology. So actually the problem starts before the tech. And so the problem is like, I am either at home with my kids and I'm ready to return to the workforce or I'm in a job and I'm and it's not working for me. And there are lots of reasons it's not working for them, but usually it's that they don't have a lot of meaning or there's not enough flexibility or they're under. And that can be monetarily or, or psychologically. And um, so really like the one thing they'll say to me is like, so this is like, this is actually people who know me. I'm like the bring women to tech lady. So friends or acquaintances will come up to me and they'll be like, we should talk. And that's code word for, um, I might consider technology. I might consider a career that has some tech aspects, but they will say, I don't know where to start. And so right now our focus is on helping them understand that there is a tech job for them. However, we, our mission is not just to like, you know, in fact, it's not to make our, our roles focus mostly on non-developer, non-programming languages. So for example, some roles are UX design. That is the one that we currently offer a course in. Scrum Master, which is one people are like, what is Scrum Master? It's really like project manager plus psychologist put together. So a lot of our moms really find that interesting. And then another role that we're talking about is social media management, which you'd say, well, that's not techie, but actually when you do it right, there's so many technical components and analytics that are involved. So those are like three oh, roles sure. that I would say, however, our mission is kind of bigger than roles. Our mission is really to say, you, you are techie. Any job, any role, business owner, freelancer, it doesn't matter, like we're signing to Facebook Live, you need tech skills and you need to understand this at a primal level that no one is blessed with technology skills. And if you don't like the way a technology works, like a software, maybe it wasn't designed correctly. Maybe it wasn't designed for the way your brain thinks. Maybe it wasn't designed for you. And instead of thinking that you're the problem, it's the technology that's the problem. And so this broader mission of you are techie, the reason it's you is it's because I want other women, the listeners here, to correct people, correct women and moms when they're like, oh, no, 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 but I'm not techie. That's not me. Yes, you are. You are making that choice. And the more you expose yourself to whatever aspect of tech you decide, the more you will embrace it. And if you're like, I don't get it, I don't get it. I would just question you to say, are you sure you aren't using software that isn't designed for you? Right, right. And that makes a lot of sense because 
I know for me, you know, with in terms of teaching platforms, um, I I started using the Teachable platform, mm-hmm. and I I was like, I don't get this, I don't understand it, I don't really know what's going on. And my husband was like, It's not you, it's the platform. Like it's it's mm-hmm. the way that the platform is set up. It's it's counterintuitive, and so we ended up going with a completely different platform. And it took kind of a leap for me to say, It's not that I don't get it. It's not right. that I don't under like um. Evernote is another thing I don't love using. You know, I'm much more of a pen and paper person anyway, but sometimes certain systems, just the way that they're orchestrated, it's not how my brain thinks. It's not linear. It's not, right. you know, this is over here. And and that's a really good point that, that you can't take the blame for a technology not working for you. So I, I really love that. Um, okay, so my next question to you is a lot of my listeners and a lot of, of my clients and a lot of my, my community, they're kind of solopreneurs, direct sellers, people that kind of have their own businesses that they're trying to um, they're trying to grow, they're trying to expand, you know, do customer acquisition and these things. And obviously, you know, you and I met in one of the women's networking groups. We know that there are a lot of people that um, that tend to um, tend to capitalize on this new kind of uh, niche of person who is creating their own sustainable business, right? Yeah. You with me? So yeah. um, what would you say about where is that fine line between, you know, out kind of outsourcing this kind of stuff and like doing it yourself? Like, where do you make that distinction and say, you know, what, I, I probably could do this myself or this is something that needs like I know everybody goes to Fiverr for everything. <laughs> um, and so there, there's this idea of 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 putting your someone else in the driver's seat. So my question is, how how much external knowledge do you feel like these people need to have or do they? And what would be your suggestion for them for how to kind of keep it in house? Does that make sense what I'm saying? Oh my gosh, I love this question. I love, you're awesome at asking questions. This is perfect because this is exactly what I want. So yes, I, I do, I am helping women find roles in tech. Um, but that is because that is the first step. And I think every woman should be an entrepreneur. I am, I am head over heels for it, but I recognize that for my audience, that wasn't what everyone wanted. And I totally support that. Um, their path, right? Like I support what their path is, but obviously I'm an entrepreneur. I, uh, I love, I love, love, love business and, um, that ownership of like having your own business. So like, so first I'm just going to take the business owner standpoint and say, right, we all have to make those decisions about what we're going to spend time on and what we're not. And I argue that it's actually harder for me because I like almost know a little bit too much for my own good that I don't always outsource enough. And so that's, um, you know, that's a constant battle that we have. But one of the, one of the beautiful things and one of the reasons that I think the techie mindset is so important is Right, we can go to Fiverr. I mean, I just talked to a woman yesterday. She's like, I've done, I've hired this person, I've hired that person. They, they, none of them delivered on what they said. And if we don't know enough to understand what we're paying for, then we will get screwed in our business. I mean, that's a reality. And so I don't have a specific answer to say, well, this is what you absolutely should do. But I will say that I, um, Educating yourself, I I will I will venture to bet 
that every one of your listeners can do more than she thinks she can. That's where I would put it. And I would also venture because another call that I had this morning, and I don't believe in male bashing. I'm a very supportive husband. I, I think men are wonderful. But we tend to doubt ourselves when a man gives us feedback and we think, well, he must be the expert. And this has been my own personal experience. Maybe there are, maybe you're not like that. Maybe there are women in your group who are not like that. But women that I talk to, that is constant. They're like, well, he, and I would say to you, I got some really strong feedback this morning, but I'm taking a step back and I'm going to say, is this what I want? Is this what I think is right? Not just because somebody told me something. And in technology, that is what's tricky when you hire contractors is that you're told a lot of things. And like, if you want to see someone's samples, that that's, yes, that's good. I recommend you do that, but it's not always straightforward. Sometimes they're pulling stuff. Sometimes they're finding stuff. And so I guess at the very oh, least, what yeah. I would say is you need to educate yourself enough to know what's out there and, and what's important. And so that's, that is absolutely a part of this mission of to like, Let's just educate ourselves so that when we hire a contractor, we know what we're getting and you're not spending like a ton more on it than than you um, than you think you need to. Or the worst way is to hire someone who doesn't deliver and right. You spend now you're spending time and money and that's really tricky. So I don't exactly know where that word that line lies, but I can dig more into technology if you want. Um, but I'll just let you I'll leave it at that and let you guide me. Um, so it's really interesting that you say that. I did a call uh, at one of my not so small talks a couple weeks ago, and we talked about this very thing. We talked about the difference between delegation and abdication. Yes. And when it comes to technology, this is a giant yes. arena where you can see this, where you can see that someone goes, "Oh no, I trust you to do it correctly." Yeah. Because you don't have the don't you don't have the um the vocabulary even yeah. I mean, these are tier three words things you know how to how to source things and you know like when i know when people talk about um you know uh for example wordpress you know are, are all your all your paragraphs green you know is this seo compatible blah 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 and if you don't know those things right. somebody could very easily tell you right. you know how they're going to do something and you're so intimidated by the whole subject, yeah. just say, yeah, no, I, I trust you to do it. And then before you know it, there's so many more moving parts than you expected. They're yeah. charging you for extra. And then this, this isn't everybody. I am not for one second, you know, uh, accusing every subcontractor of trying to screw people. I don't even think some of them do it on purpose. I think sometimes I it's just a they don't know that you don't need X, Y, and Z. Yeah, it's like totally. when you go to the store and you have three different options. You've got the cheap, the middle of the road, and the expensive. Yeah. You may not need all the bells and whistles, but now that you see them, you're like, oh, okay. So when they're presenting their packages, if you have no idea what this thing is, they may charge you an extra, say, $500 for this, you know, th this suite of whatever, mm -hmm. which you're literally never going to touch. And right. so I think that that's so key for you, you know, when you say that, that you need to at least have a working knowledge of what's going on because A, this person might drop dead tomorrow and your business is still going to be here and you need to know how the parts move or you're at their mercy 
forever until they fit mm-hmm. until you figure it out right and then the second thing is simply that you're not in a position to make good decisions about your business because you don't have the information right. so i think that that i think what you said is is totally totally spot on um I'm very passionate about that whole idea of abdication and doubt because I went through that, you know, I, I hired someone to do my blog and I, and I asked for, you know, oh yeah, you know, you, you'll figure it out. You'll figure it out. Right. And I had no earthly idea what I was doing. And then I mm-hmm. had to have someone else do my blog and she had to undo everything that the first person yes. had done. And she's like, I don't know why you have this. You didn't need this. This, this was slowing it down the whole time. And I'm like, well, great. You know, I had no idea. Um, so yeah, I am a little passionate about that. <laughs> um, I, I, I so will say this, yeah. I, can I yeah. just throw this in there that it is not a solopreneur yeah. thing. Like, because I, you know, I mean, I got into this work cause I was doing UX consulting, which is user experience design consulting and corporations have the same problem. They bring me in. They're like, it doesn't look right. It doesn't quite work right. And I don't know why. And so that this is constantly happening. So there's like, this and and frequently, like you mentioned SEO. Well, the challenge is, and I li- I literally have in my group in my Facebook group, your techie tomorrow. My Facebook Live is the fuzzy line between marketing and tech because now when you get into marketing, you have to be so technical. You have to understand the SEO. You have to understand meta tags. You have to understand how to run a Facebook ad campaign. So it's like, it there's it, this whole dance that we're playing. You really do have to have a certain amount of knowledge because like you were talking about with, you know, do you get too much? There's so much. Yes, that's all good. But as a solopreneur, there are only so many technologies you can use. You can only set up, okay, you've got your lead pages, you've got your email, you've got your, how many software softwares can you actually log into on a daily basis? A limited amount. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely, and and also sometimes they counter they counteract each other. Like yes. I know, yeah. I love to use Facebook Purity to get rid of my you know to get rid of the news ticker and all that stuff. But uh-huh. I also love Facebook Newsfeed Eradicator, and they clash. And right. you can't have both because otherwise you won't have a Facebook. And so this is <laughs> a perfect example of like two things that do awesome things, but you've got to pick one. You were talking about the clients that you talked to this morning and about, you know, that stigma of, of specifically women and technology and not from the point of view of do I know this? Do I not know this? Do you find that the the. Uh, you know, that whole glass ceiling inequality, do you find that that have you seen that that really exists? Or do you think that that's more of a mindset on the part of the of the party? Like, do you do you see in your experience that women are kind of um, looked down upon in technology or do you feel like it's more that they're afraid they're going to be? Both. So my experience is that a couple of things. Here's a little insight on that. So one thing I will say, and I'm going to speak in sweeping generalities, and it's always funny to me because um, I have a younger brother, and so I'm going to sweep speak in these sweeping generalities, and he and I completely are against those. We do not, you know, we do not fit that norm. So I just want to clarify that there's no world in which I think this is true for everyone. Um, but I'm, we're talking about majorities here, and we're talking about like experiences, and so. Um, what I would say is, and I found this, so I'm in a women in web development group and it's very, very heavy in Silicon Valley and it's, it's just a Facebook group I'm in. But one of the things is that men tend to debate. 
okay? So they feel or come to what they feel is the right answer through debate. And so that can be a really natural thing that they're doing that women can perceive as being questioned and not um, valued as their opinion. And so that's kind of a dichotomy because women tend to collaborate, okay? So they wouldn't say like, oh, I'll put... But sometimes men will like throw things out there and see how you respond because your assuredness is how they feel assured. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that yeah, those those masculine qualities essentially is what mm-hmm. they're they're looking for that commonality, which you know every woman has, mm-hmm. um, just like men have feminine qualities, you know. Right. Um, and so that that makes a lot of sense. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, that's great. So that so I would say that that's part of like. When people say, well, no, it's not really true, I would say that a lot of the interaction happens because of that. Now, I, so it's hard, I would just add, it's hard to succeed and win at a game when you're playing a different game. Does that make sense? Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I, I was, uh, I mean... I, I was a, a, a like when I was an athlete. Okay, I played everything. I played tackle football. I mean, I played everything. I was just so intense, and so I feel like I and I had a lot of male coaches, and I responded to them really well. And I was like used to being challenged a lot. And I think that in anything in life, even more than my computer science degree, that helped me. But I was very doe-eyed. Like I went into, I worked when I right out of college. I went and worked for like the biggest global consulting firm there in the world, and I thought everybody was just gonna like we're a team and it's gonna be so amazing and we're gonna help each other. And I went to training, and of course I knew more than everybody else because they were training on being computer programmers, and I had just gone to school for that. So I was like, I'm ahead of the game. I'm, and then I got into my first project and I was like, oh, people are gonna backstab me. Oh, if I leave at 10 o'clock at night, someone's gonna insert my code and misrepresent, say it doesn't work and make me look bad because there's a bell curve on, on being rated. So it would be hard and dishonest of me to not say to you that I do think there are some legitimate challenges in the work world. Now, those are old, those are old experiences, like I'm not a baby, but I um, happen to know because I talk to women who are coming into tech, but I also talk to a lot of women in corporate America too, and I know that that those types of politics are still happening. And whether or not it's happening more to men or women, I think it's tough to say, but I will just say that, again, sometimes we're playing a different game. And that's why I think women are so attracted to entrepreneurship and solopreneurship because they're like, I just want to help people and like get my life and my my movement, my mission that I was put on this earth to do. I want to get that out to people and I don't want to deal with all these politics. And so that's my experience. Um, that I mean, that's how I would answer that question. And it's just both. Yeah, I definitely can see that. So do you think... We- think that this all stems kind of from the idea that, you know, men were in the workplace and then women joined them and, and how people feel about that? Or do you think this is more of one of those like left brain, right brain things? Like, 
where did the stigma of men being better at technology even come from? Like, where, if we could trace that back, like, what is that? Well, it's super simple, but it's 100% the first thing you said. The work world was set up by, by men, and then we have to come into it and try to play that game. Who, who, write, who who's written the majority of technology? There's, there's a female, te- there's a women in tech gap. So when we're using technology and we're like, I don't like the way this works, guess why? Because we didn't design it. That's why I became a UX designer, even though I have a technical background, is that user experience design has to do with what the user sees and what the user does. And that is way beyond colors and topography and graphics. It's more about the experience that we have. And so that is why I'm so on a mission to say, stop blaming yourself and start blaming the technology and let's build technology that makes sense for us. Right, and that makes a lot of sense, definitely. Awesome, awesome. Hey techies, I just wanna take a minute to tell you about Spiffy on-demand car care. With four very active kids and my husband and I both running our own businesses, we are always looking for ways to 86 items from the to-do list. That's why I love Spiffy. They come right to my house. They'll go right to your house or office too. They'll get your car in tip-top shape, whether that's an oil change, a car wash, or car detailing. I know you've got those mashed up pretzels in the minivan. And Spiffy loves our mission of helping moms get into tech. That's why they're offering Your Techie Podcast listeners a great deal. You'll get $20 off your oil change and $30 off any car detailing or car wash services by entering the promo code TECHIE at checkout. How awesome is that? No more going to the local oil change store while the technician wastes your time with upsells. I seriously hate that. Just go to getspiffy.com, schedule your appointment, and enter the promo code TECHIE, T-E-C-H-Y, at checkout. Okay, so um, if my readers or your readers or viewers or whatever they're called um, <laughs> want to get in touch with you about more of this stuff, where do they go and what's a good jumping off point to kind of establish that, um, that connection with you? Great, so thank you so much for asking. I, the, the number one way to, to, I'm present in my Facebook group daily and that Facebook group is you are techie, it's spelled out Y-O-U-A-R-E-T-E-C-H-Y. And I would say, like, if you join that group, you're just exposing yourself to a bunch of really cool women. I mean, they're amazing. The women in my group are amazing. And what happened is I wanted to have a bunch of people who were new to tech and all these women who wanted to be mentors in the field join. So it's just a great mix where you can ask authentic questions and not be afraid that you're going to be judged. And so that is, I mean, that's definitely like where I am and where I'm present. And I am very active in, um, we, have an, we have an email, we have an email newsletter and we're definitely, we're, we're producing amazing free content. Like you, I mean, you can't get it anywhere else. And that sounds really salesy, but I'm serious. I am like out to just demystify everything about technology. I don't and say, think that like, sounds salesy. Good. That's good. I think it's the best ever, but I'm just saying, I'm just here to like, I think one of the, the values, the, the things that I try to bring is just a plain speak. Like I don't speak techno babble. Like this is just what it is. So you can go to that our website, youartechie.com and sign up for a newsletter and you'll get a, you'll get an email um, once a week or once every other week. And then I'm also blogging on Medium at Ellen Toomey. Um, okay, cool. So do you have kind of um, if, if a woman was watching this today and, and she had to take one step in a certain direction, 
with technology, what would you say? What should she do? What should she hang up and go do right now? Aside from joining your group, of course. But what what can what can she do to immediately empower herself with technology? I mean, you actually already said it is that she should do. Like the one thing is that she should do, and then um, refrain from saying, "I'm going to ask my husband for for help <laughs> or my boyfriend <laughs> or whatever," because. I think that's a common go-to thing. I mean, I hear that literally probably a dozen times a week. I just heard it yesterday. They, I mean, this happens all the time, so I'd say do. Um, I want to be careful as far as, like, what, what technology to do. It really depends on your world. Like, for a lot of people, uh, so, like, putting together a website on Wix or Squarespace is the right answer. Um, but if you want something more complicated, you're going to need a login or you're going to need something, then I, I would say, why not give WordPress.org a try? And you can do it. You are empowered to do that and, and go for it. Now, if there's something else that you're, you know, kind of, maybe you're just starting an email or maybe you're, an email newsletter or maybe you're just doing a blog, like whatever it is in your business that makes sense for you, do it. But do not, please, please. Do not expect to be successful the first time. That's the whole key. And then I even have this this whole, like this little YouTube video where I'm like literally picking the kids up from in the carpool line and I've got the, you know, the phone on. I mean, it's just, it's completely ad hoc, but it's because I have, it was for myself. And, and the other part of this is give yourself more time. It will always take longer than you think. But that, my friend, does not mean that you are not techie. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Ellen, for being here with us today. I can't tell you how, um, you know, humbled I feel to, to have people in this space that are in a completely different section of mindset. I mean, mindset has so many different pieces, right. you know, like I work with abundance. You right. work with technology. We have so much to bring to the table in so many different aspects. But, you know, the 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 crux of it and and kind of the takeaway from all of it is that it's it's all 100 percent in our control. You know, right. it is what we want to accomplish. And it's how how much we are able to empower ourselves to get there. And, mm -hmm. and you are an incredible um, example of that. But ladies, definitely join Ellen's group. She's amazing. Um, she's got all kinds of incredible high level, you know, free content in there. Um, and she's a doll. And if for some reason, you know, you, you want to have a chat with her, like she said, she might still be taking DMs. Um, you know, just kind of talk about some of your mindset mishaps with regard to technology. Who knows? She might just have the right thing to say that's going to just flip that for you. So uh, thank you so much for being with us. I really oh, appreciate so it. We'll have so to have you on again for a more this, uh, specific topic. This was really super fun. And thank you so much for all you're doing. I am really enjoying being a member of your group. And um, I love your mindset talk. I love your Monday motivation. And I, I, I sincerely appreciate it. And thank you so much. Hey, if you enjoyed listening to this podcast, you have to sign up for the UR Techie email list. Imagine being in the tech job of your dreams. Join me to get the strategies, training, and never-ending support to get hired. Sign up at URTechie.com. That's Y-O-U-A-R-E-T-E-C-H-Y.com. I'll see you next time.